Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. I'm the monster. Hi, sisters. I did it. Welcome to What's On Your Feed. I'm Rose Confetti on Gadigal Land. And my name is Henny Soy. I'm on Wajak Noongar Buja. On this podcast, we talk all about what's on our feeds, what's mm-hmm. making us laugh, what's making us cry, what's making us go, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? Scream. Oh, scream, dead inside, screaming, crying, dead on the floor. <laughs> if it's weird and it's on our feeds, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, YouTube, sometimes I forget about YouTube, but I'm on it all the time. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Only if it has enraged me or caused me enough curiosity mm-hmm. to talk about it. That's a good question. When you're scrolling, how? Do, when do you know this is a topic for the pod? Well, I if I do that, I feel like it's got to have like a broad appeal, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to have mm-hmm. a few points of interest. Um, but I will save those videos to my favourites folder and I, no joke, have 160 videos currently <laughs> sitting in there. <laughs> so good i had i've got way less because for the longest time i didn't realize you could save tiktoks <laughs> into folders and so i was just screenshotting them and so all oh, right <laughs> <laughs> i need to go through my phone so badly and delete all the obscure tiktok screenshots that i have and on today's show we'll be looking at victorian era makeup don't understand how that's on TikTok, but Henny's going to tell us. <laughs> We're also going to be looking at 2010s trends and their 2020s equivalents. I have had uh-huh. so much fun thinking about these, so stay tuned for that. But first, Henny, you want to talk about things that make us sick, disgusted, angry. <laughs> tell me more and give me your whinging. So we have spoken before about an incredible TikToker called Max Ballage and the videos he makes. He makes a lot of funny little vlogs about his life. He's a great personality. For some reason, the South Australian government thought that he would be a great <laughs> ambassador at one point to Sent visit Adelaide. And meet some kangaroos. Yeah, exactly. He tried kangaroo and when he was trying, he said, that's kangaroo in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, Max. Well done. Well done. So what you need to know, he's, he's a character, right? Yeah. Go back and listen to our previous episodes to find that story. And what he's done recently is he started a series and it's titled Things That Knock Me Sick. (laughs) (laughs) The description's just so good. (laughs) And if we're going to translate that to, I guess, Australian, what do you hate? Things Mm -hmm, that you mm -hmm, hate. mm -hmm. I mean, it it sounds pretty obvious, but just in case you didn't understand. So things that knock Max sick. Let's talk about it. First of all, he hates the ocean. That makes me angry. The ocean is one of my favourite places and, Max, that is the most British thing I've ever heard him say. <laughs> Hating more, the ocean. More specifically, he, he's scared of um, op- octopuses, octopies. Um, Has he not watched the delightful documentary about the octopus that becomes friends with the diver? Max, get on board. Octopus, no, and I haven't smart. watched that either. And to be honest, I don't really have any interest because I did see a <sighs> documentary a while ago that said that they are aliens and <laughs> I am standing by that viewpoint. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not going to win this argument. So what else, <laughs> what else makes Max sick? 
Okay, this one hits home. <laughs> when minimum wage jobs expect you to drop everything in your life to prioritize them oh shout out to my first job working in a cinema god forbid (laughs) i was two minutes late for popping some popcorn yeah no not having it i can relate uh, when i was uh, around 14 to the time i was 16 i worked in a cafe around the corner from me they literally paid me ten dollars an hour it was probably Mm -hmm. illegal (laughs) and they took up all my holidays, took up all my weekends. I would have to sometimes lie and said I had a doctor's appointment. Mind you, I was a casual this entire time. I had no formal commitment to them. Um, And I was guilt-tripped so much when I could do a shift. And to be real for a second, this is probably taking a little bit of a dark turn, but my dad had cancer and I told them, guys, I've got to stop working as much as my dad has cancer. I've got to, you know, be around and help look after him. And I said, so I'm only doing one day a week now. Also, I'm a child. Also, I'm a child (laughs) who's going through kind of a lot right now. A lot. And they went from uh, giving me two shifts a week down to one shift. And then it gradually, without asking me, just popped back up. It's two shifts a week. Bitch, did you not hear the fact that I said (laughs) that my dad has cancer? So that's one of the things he hates. And he was saying that he was in a similar position with a cafe job that literally told him that we know you're in university, but we come first. (laughs) I don't think that's true. I just don't (laughs) think. I don't think they've thought this through. So, Rose. The question is, what knocks you sick? (sighs) And I just think knocking you sick has a special kind of hatred. Absolutely. It's next level. A special kind of hatred. And I think the first one that comes to mind is, especially in the age of COVID, but even before COVID, elevator Mm -hmm. etiquette, lift etiquette. If I'm in the lift and you've not been standing there waiting with me, if you've not been there in the trenches waiting for the lift, don't be running for it and getting in there with me. If I've waited by myself, I've mentally prepared to be the only person in the lift, Mm -hmm. and if you get in there with me, I'm angry. I'm Mm -hmm. mad about it. I do a a lovely little closed-door button movement. Every time. Yeah, I'm closing the door. So sorry, not sorry. You're going to have to wait exactly like I waited. In COVID times, I'm doing you a favour. Yeah, and when people try and cram in and we're already at capacity, I'm trying to follow the rules on the floor, those stickers on the floor that say only (laughs) how many people are allowed in the elevator. I'm following those in. And just because you've got a pram doesn't mean that you get to come Mm -hmm. in. Just wait for the next one. Wait. It's fine. Just wait. It'll be better. We don't have to breathe each other's air. (sighs) Henny, what makes you sick? Okay. Lots of things. (laughs) Lots of things. Where do I start? Now, Rose, you are a Sydney resident. Yes. And at one point I was briefly a Sydney resident. And you yes. know what knocked me sick? <laughs> <laughs> was people not saying thank you to the bus driver. And they don't hear. They don't hear. I've done it a few times and I've been the only one to do it. I swear to God I was on the bus today. No one thanked the bus driver. It is Sick behavior. Twisted. In WA, if you get off the bus and you do not say thank you, <laughs> oh, my God, we are judging the shit out of you. Yeah, and yeah, school yeah. kids are awesome. They'll get off. There'll be a bunch of them. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's thank so you, cute. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They all know the rules. Mm-hmm. Sydney people, come on. Have some I etiquette. Just, I don't know why they do it. You know what also makes me sick? 
It's when people are in a large space. This goes for literally everything, whether it's a music festival, Mm -hmm. whether I'm at the shops, whether I'm, I don't know, picking up food, no matter where I am, when people stand closer to me than (laughs) they need to, oh, no, no, I'm not having it. I don't understand. Enrages me. Speaking of space, (laughs) I... You know how we've got that new telescope that's like showing oh, James us Webb, images. we love him. No, she doesn't love him. I <laughs> genuinely have such an existential crisis when I think about space. Um, and so I'd just rather not look. I will have a quick glimpse. Okay, pretty, not investigating it. Don't care how far away it is. Don't really want to think about how many billions, gillions of years ago that light is emitting. I'm not having it. And stop talking to me about how we're reaching we're looking at the edges of the universe. What do you mean the edges? I thought this universe was infinite. Stop it. Stop I it. I find this so fascinating because I used to work for a touring like science communication company and we used to do space tours, right? So we're in like a dome with projections that was space and you'd have kids sitting on the floor and I would explain. I wish I could remember the whole thing because I could really freak you out with, with the space uh. knowledge. I don't really remember it anymore. But there was always this moment where people were either, or children or whoever they are, are either one of two types of people. You either the size of the universe and thoughts about space give you anxiety or it makes you feel better because it makes you realise that you're like insignificant, which is kind of a good thing in some ways. <laughs> you know how you get sick when, some people get sick when they see blood or needles Me, and stuff. I yeah. genuinely feel ill right now thinking about this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I am not sick. <laughs> a really cool side of TikTok is, it doesn't really have a name, but it's all about family history. And you've got these oh, people cool. who are absolute experts in tracking family history. They know everything about their great, great, great uncle because they look at newspaper clippings and random old documents. And there's a brilliant creator called Family History by Bobby. And mm-hmm. she's been doing these videos for a while. She was really obviously by the name of it into her family history. Now, a little while ago, she was gifted a large amount of documents um, that were from her great-great-grandmother. Cool. And initially, as she was looking through them, uh, she saw a bunch of letters, um, just random documents, whatever, kind of um, dated back almost 100 years ago. She lived um, between 1855 and 1934. So there were some documents here that, yeah, literally are over 100 years old. Mm. Among these documents were lots of recipes for makeup. Oh, that's cool. And other products. And this is what she was originally posting about. She was saying, hey, I've got all these interesting recipes here. I've got one for cherry lip balm, toothpaste, weight loss pills, something called golden hair fluid, complexion pills, and in brackets it said non-arsenic version. (laughs) Good. We love that. And then something called an anti-drink pill and... I don't know what that means. Does that mean you (laughs) – is that something for a hangover? Who knows? Yeah, literally. (laughs) So she was just – Bobby was genuinely just posting about these cool recipes. And then in a later video she made the announcement that she thinks her grandmother was – her great-great-grandmother was actually in the process of creating 
her own makeup company, her own oh, makeup line. That's so cool. Now, how she did this was she kept seeing this packaging coming up. Like there was all this like similar packaging in these documents and the branding on the packaging said Beatrice Ensley Coy. And she looked at the address on the packaging and she's like, hmm, that looks familiar. And she goes back to a previous document she had seen, which was almost a receipt for a boarding house that her grandmother, her great-great-grandmother had been living in and the addresses lined up. So she was living in this boarding house and working at it there and putting this address on her packaging for this makeup company. Wow. Uh, I wonder how far she got. Well, she also had a book about trademarks in the collection. Okay. So she was like really going to make it happen. Yeah. Like legit entrepreneurial shit. Has she made any of the makeup, the TikTok girl? Not yet, but that's a good, I'd be interested to see how something like the cherry lip balm. Yes. Let's go for something without the arsenic, without the lead. (laughs) (laughs) And there were really, like, gorgeous other bits and pieces in there, like beautiful handwritten poems that actually were really, really fucking emotional and moving. (laughs) But this creator, as I said, is really awesome because their whole brand is about helping people discover how you can go through newspaper archives and other ways you can track down your family history. And when I think about what I know about my parents and their family, it's honestly not a lot. I found out recently that um, my grandmother's father, so my great-great-grandfather, she doesn't know who his mother was. And there's a lot of things like that. There's, you know, adoptions involved, um, my mum has a massive family as well. It's There's a lot there that I could really rifle through and find out about. Maybe one day I will. Yeah, we'll do a pod special. <laughs> <laughs> I did an interview once for a community radio station that I was volunteering for with some people who were working to try to record like elderly people's stories in audio form and that was a really cool way for people to maintain their family history. Mm. So if you ever wanted to record your grandparents' stories, like do it. you should. And you can just do it on your mobile. And I'm so glad that there are TikTok creators because Bobby's not the only one who are showing us how to track our family history because, unfortunately, it's something that I don't see a lot of young people being passionate about and I am a little bit worried that we are going to lose a lot of these parts of our identities and just the value of knowing history. What's wild to think about, which I was thinking about when you were talking about her finding papers and documents, (laughs) is our descendants, should we have descendants or people who will be within our family, (laughs) people, they'll be be like, there's this weird-ass podcast (laughs) It's like, well, maybe listening to all the podcasts that we all have made in the past, like, 10 years. Speaking of which, I've been super reflective of the fashion from 10 years ago in the 2010s, obviously. Back back in the day. Uh, We were both in high school and a creator that I spoke about a while ago on the pod, Matilda Clun 5, she has this series where she talks about 2010s trends and their 2020 equivalents. So we're predominantly Mm. talking about fashion trends and photo trends and things like that. So some of her examples included 
So the 2010s trend is Hogwarts houses, being obsessed with Hogwarts houses. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a certain kind of astrology that's really given what Hogwarts house are you. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't disagree. It's like I'm a Gryffindor with a Hufflepuff rising. (laughs) Yes, exactly that energy. And don't get me wrong, I know that's not all astrology. There just is a certain vibe that is the same as Hogwarts houses. In addition, high-low skirts, or I think in Australia we call them mullet skirts and mullet dresses. Nowadays in the 2020s, that's a mid-length slip skirt. For sure, yes. And let me tell you, I've had both. (laughs) (laughs) And then her other example that really spoke to me was, you know those flared patterned pants that people wear to things like a Harry Styles concert? Yes, yes, yes. That is the 2020s equivalent to the 2010s coloured skinny jeans. Oh, God, I'm so glad that trend's gone right. Give me a flare any day over a bloody coloured skinny jean. It's so funny and I really like these videos because it really made me reflect on, especially having been in high school in the 2010s mm-hmm. and then being able to buy my own clothes now. I've loved fashion for both those eras and there's things that I've loved in both of those times. Mm-hmm. So, Henny, I would love to discuss our 2010s trends and their 2020s equivalents. Okay. I don't know if this is a particular clothing trend, but more a store. I think that the 2020s equivalent to like a tempt store. Do you mm-hmm. remember tempt? Yep. 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 That is sheen all oh, over. Yeah. It's yeah. a plasticky sweatshop mm-hmm. <laughs> exploitative mm-hmm. labor mm-hmm. clothing. Yep. For sure. I, in proof, there is no original thought. I thought of this and I didn't put it on the internet anywhere. And then I saw Erica Mallet, I think her name is, who used to be one of the hosts on Triple J. She has podcasts, makes TikTok videos and stuff. She said the same thing. The energy of in the 2010s when you'd hang out with your friends and you'd make a whole album mm. and put it on Facebook, mm-hmm. that's the photo dump. That's an yes. IG photo dump. You're not being yes. candid. You're just posting every photo <laughs> that you had hanging out with your friends. <laughs> and I guess along that Instagram trend, do you remember when people used to put like borders around their photos? Yes, I had so many borders. What's the equivalent of that now though? I'm hmm. stumped. Is it Instagram forcing us to have fucking reels and videos? Literally. <laughs> Is it when you put the um, the images stacked oh. in a carousel so it's like one long continuous? It's yes. getting a little bit arty. It's got that yes. arty energy. And I also think I figured it out as, again, an addict of both. No shade to anyone for any of these. The equivalent, so in the 2010s we loved a BuzzFeed quiz. Right. On TikTok, right. the equivalent is those rotating filters that tell you what of something you are, whether it's what drag yes. queen are you, what Hogwarts house are you. What glee character are you. What glee character are you. It's the same energy. And look, as much as that's all we have time for this week on What's On Your Feed, DM us your favourite BuzzFeed quiz and we'll do it. <laughs> yes, bring it back. Are they still making those? Let us know. If you're curious yeah. to see some of the stuff we've spoken about today, you can head to our Instagram page, What's on your feed pod and we also post little fun videos that we make ourselves and please while you're at it while you're following us in your podcast app scroll down to the bottom hit the little five stars button because it means the world it helps us be more discoverable for other people share us with a friend who also is addicted to tiktok and we'll talk to you next week bye bye